Rainsboro. During the day, the Knights of Rainsboro protect the city from crooks and criminals. But at night, a hidden evil emerges from the shadows, and a new breed of hero must defend the city. Welcome to the Ghosts of Rainsboro. The hitchhiker is uh, standing on the on the on, on the curb of the street, and Angelica is standing beside him. It's nighttime. Uh, just recently, you know, the sun went down, and she she uh, says to you, "This is a bad one." Whoa! What? And you can see you can see headlights uh, uh, coming down down the road your direction. She says, "This is a bad one." They'll need you on this one. All right, all right. I'll do what I can, man. It'll be okay. As the the car pulls up, the uh, the door opens, and you're, hey, buddy, you need a lift. And as you're far out, man, sure do. And you're 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 hopping in the car. You just hear her say, "It's back," and you close the door and get in the car, or the door. What? Closes. Man, I don't even know what that. Uh oh, Paul. Yes, sir. You and Heather, your uh, uh, detective type partner. Mm-hmm. Um, roll up on the scene and you know it's nighttime you know uh, the moon's starting to come up uh, there's a little bit of a chill in the air it's a spring night uh, as she as she climbs out of the car she remarks she says wow that this place just looks terrible and she's right it does the whole place is just as almost as bad as it was a couple of weeks ago when partisan died here um you're uh in the the, this neighborhood that's just you know ruins and rubble and you know buildings leaning over um yeah there are still you know countless homeless people here um and you know the, the place just is a disaster. It's a war zone, and they've even though they have done a lot to clear a lot of the debris, and certainly they've been able to remove most of the dead bodies. The place is just still, you know, what's left of a war zone. And this is still from Partisan's correct. final battle, correct? Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you 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 climb out of the car, and uh, you know you're you're driving what a a, a Jeep, Jeep Grand Cherokee, something like that. Yeah, something so, like that. Okay. Um, so you, you climb out of the car, and you hear, hey, look, the spook squad's here. And you can see you know, some of Rainsboro's finest, uh, you know, about you know, 50 feet up ahead. And you can see, you know, uh, squad cars and whatnot and the, 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 the red and blue flashing lights. Mm. Uh, just ignore them, Brooks. <laughs> they, they called us. <laughs> so uh, you go walking up, and one of the uniforms comes up, and he says, uh, "Hey, Boondocks." Yeah. He says, uh, "He says we 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 found these guys here," and he points, and you see what might be three, perhaps four bodies. And the reason why it's hard to make the determination is that they have been torn apart. There, one one is a little bit more easy to identify because it's literally been torn in half, and you can go, okay, you know, part A goes to part B. Uh, but some of the others, you can see like arm torn off here, leg torn off there, chunks of flesh torn out of the bodies, uh, and it may be three or four guys uh, that were here. And it is just carnage and fairly fresh. Any idea what happened here? Anybody see anything? He points over to uh, uh, this young fella, 
looks like he's ganged up. He's got some uh, some some jailhouse tats. You know, got the little you know uh, blood tears coming down the the side of his face, and they've got him cuffed up over next to one of the cars. Okay. Well, uh, I take Brooks with me. I kind of have her lead the charge because. I think people will probably still react a little odd to me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so kind of you know tilt tilt my hat hat down a little bit, cover my face a little bit, um, let her lead the charge, but I'll ask the questions from behind her. Okay, so uh, she comes up, she goes, "What's your name?" And uh, you know, guy says, "Hey, my name is T Ray." You see something, T Ray? I, I saw I saw this this big thing come out of nowhere, come out of nowhere. Not helping me. What what thing? He was big. It was dark. I couldn't see him. It was big. Big. What it? Man? Thing? It, it was a man. It was. It was. It was huge. He was gigantic. What? And uh. The the uniform behind you says. Uh, you know. Uh, we think it might be one of those pink guys. You know that was down there at the stadium. Um. Side note. Uh. I, I'm assuming the pink things have been on the news enough for people yes. to. Uh, and you certainly know about it being in the. Uh, you know. The Rainsboro Supernatural Crime Unit. Okay. Uh, well, did it look like one of those? I, I didn't see anything pink. I just saw something big, but, you know, it was dark. You got any more information than that? He went that way, and he points over to one of the uh, leaning over uh, tenement buildings. Hmm. When did this happen? 30, 40 minutes ago? Hmm. And Heather's like, uh, just right after sundown. Yeah, I think we should go check out the tenement building. I mean, are, are, do we see any trace of uh of anything headed that way you you see some rather large footprints uh, you know because there's, there's tons of gravel and dirt and dust and uh, you see some rather large uh footprints now have i done any you know i mean any previous work with the um with the big pinks uh you've seen the case file and you know uh, RPD has been very curious as to what happened to them. So you you've got some general familiarity with them. So would I have so would I be able to see any similarities in the you know the footprints, crime yep. scene there's, type there, thing? There's something that you make the connection to right away when you're looking at it. And it's that the pinks didn't wear shoes and this is clearly wearing some kind of boot. Hmm. Uh any any idea what kind of size boot that would be huge it's like a 14 damn i mean it's a great big ass foot that's like wayne size i know it's ridiculous right <laughs> and speaking of which hey wayne yes how do you get around town uh depends how i feel like either teleport or fly okay uh for the uh the sake of the game we're gonna have you teleport in okay and uh you appear just off to the left of johnny boondocks and you came because you had a premonition that something significant was going on here. Okay, I'll kind of meld out of the shadows next to him. And Johnny, what you got here? Jim. This looks pretty nasty. What are you doing here? You just kind of soak in that whole scene of uh, of the uh, you know bodies torn apart and you know the, the the blood and organs kind of pulped all about, and you 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 sense that. Something horrible. I mean, just beyond the the carnage, something horrible had happened here. I kind of look around at it all uh, here because I'm needed. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, The Huntsman. Yeah. Uh, You cruising around on the dog? Sure. Okay. Mempole. Mempole. You come uh, trotting in. You've caught the scent of something that that, that piques your interest. So I come riding in on, on 
my huge, unwieldy, huge hound. I see the the Guardian and uh, Johnny and Brooks. And I know John. Hi, Joan. Huntsman. What, what is everyone here. doing here? Mempool here caught a scent. Uh, I was full of it. Definitely some bad juju. Rolling up. You, you, a, a little girl comes pedaling up on her bicycle. And, you know, there are, uh, it's got a, a white basket up front with plastic flowers. And, you know, she's wearing a, a, a little dress that comes to her knees. And she comes riding up, sli- you know, skids the bike to a stop next to you guys. And, uh, Hitchhiker, what do you have to say to your friends? Groovy, man. What's up? Um, Whatever happened here had to be really bad for all of us to get pulled into this. Man, this is some harsh stuff. Would we just know based on his language? That yes, yeah. Well, technically, technically, the bell bottom should be on, and the you should see the guitar regardless. But they're underneath the dress that looks absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Right. The huntsman. You know, the the uh, Mompol's nose is just going a mile a minute. You see, you know, you're you're surveying the carnage of, you know, all of the uh, uh, men who had died here. And, you know, you, you notice the first thing you notice is that they were all wearing the same colors, you know, is the same, you know, kind of gang jacket, gang colors, that kind of thing. And. You know, clearly all dudes, except you find one thing that is really out of place based on everything else. And you find uh, a pair of women's undergarments. And they look like they had been torn off. Right. All right. So, um, you know, I have the fey weapons thing. They're just there when I want them. That's the trapping. And I should be more clear they're a very small size, so either a young woman or an older girl. Okay, so uh, there's a sword in my hand now, and I'm picking it up with the sword. Okay. Uh, and I kind of proffer them over to Boondocks. What do you make of that, John? Hmm. It's a Brooks, bit out of what, place. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and, and I'm assuming uh, Brooks is still with us, Heather Brooks? Yes. And she's actually kneeling down next to some of the remains. Brooks, uh, age-wise, what do you think we're looking at here? You know, size. My guess, uh, maybe a 14, 15-year-old girl. How old is the uh, the young lady that the hitcher is now? Uh, about nine. Okay. Aaron, Are you just going to hold it up against her to see if it'll fit? <laughs> that, that, yes. That fits wrong. <laughs> no, yes, I do. I just what? kind of... Man, that's not cool. What? Size comparison. All right, man, whatever. Hey, Aaron, can I make an investigation roll as I look around the scene? You may. Okay. I got a seven. Okay. Um, Anything I find that the cops already haven't found other than the panties that uh, the huntsman found? Right. Um, You find a a small bracelet uh, that has also been torn. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, and it was like one of those, you know, simple, almost like, uh, toy bracelets. It was plastic beads and, and whatnot. And the, the elastic had been snapped and you, so you can see, find, you find beads that are scattered around as you investigate. It looks like, uh, there had been a struggle, you know, uh, a couple of dozen feet off to the right and perhaps, 
the girl had been dragged over to this space. And as you're looking around, you see that there is enough debris around that would have shielded uh, them from sight from any of the other uh, uh, homeless camps around. So they, this would have been a fairly sec- secluded site. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go up to a random cop. Be like, man, you're the one of the fuzz, aren't you? Uh, yeah. How can I help hey, you, little girl? You need to check this out over here, and I point him in the direction of the bracelet. Oh, the, wow. The, the crime scene. He he immediately starts giving getting out an evidence bag and you know uh, calls over one of the one of the guys and they start taking pictures. Apparently they had missed it, which is isn't too surprising given the the level of carnage here. Yeah, I, I discreetly using my sword just deposit the panties back on the ground, gotcha. <laughs> and it disappears. Gotcha. <laughs> the sword disappears. Gotcha. Hey Eric, yeah. what is the power that uh, Necropath has that lets him? Uh, get visions. It's a post-cognition. Okay, I want to cast a spell to give myself that, and this is going to go very poorly. I want to see if I can get a vision off of one of the body parts or some of the blood. Well, maybe, Wayne, just to help you out here, I actually have Grave Speak as one of my powers. That might go a little better than getting a a vision of what happened here. (laughs) Um, so there's no girl's body. That's correct. All the all the uh, the parts belong to dudes. So Aaron, uh, with Grave Speak, would I be able to speak? Uh, so Grave Speak is you know the power to speak to the recently deceased. Mm-hmm. Um, would I be able to talk to any of these individuals? Um, I believe so. Maybe, maybe the one that still is just half the top half. <laughs> Yes. You. Most of you's there. <laughs> so uh, the, the the guy's eyes open and, you know, they're all, you know, blank and, and, and deadly looking, you know, unfocused. And his mouth starts moving. Man, that's good far thing up. We had this half of the body. <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? It came out of nowhere. He sounds like Christopher Lloyd, apparently. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> what did? It was huge. It was dark and huge. And it, its cape kept hitting me in the face. And it was huge. There was a little girl here. Did it take her? It took that little bitch. He wanted the bitch. Why is she a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's a rather philosophical question. <laughs> well, that, that's too metaphorical to ask a corpse, man. <laughs> Where did they go? Uh, I uh, uh, I don't know. He said it had a cape on. It was in my face. What else was it wearing? I don't know. It was dark. Well. I tell the guys that I was talking to T-Ray, and we have some tracks headed towards a tenement building, and I point towards the tenement building. He points towards the tenement building, and it seems ominously gloomy. I think we should head that way. Oh, yeah. We definitely the sign should. of urban renewal, yeah. You know, I saw those big pinks on TV beating up that stupid little bouncy hero. They didn't wear capes. What's a, what's a big pink, man? 
I used to see some of those when I was dropping acid. I don't know what we're talking about. So uh, Heather falls in beside you, Paul. Yes, and she's got her she's got her gun out and pointed down. And I'm probably going to take my my gun out as well. You come up, and you know there there is rubble piled all around. Um, but you see, you know, if you if one were to climb up the side of the the rubble, there is a rather large hole in the wall uh, that one could climb through. I'm on Manpaul's back, and uh, Manpaul can fly, so we're just going up there. Okay. So y'all go on up. What about the rest of y'all? Uh, I will tell Kinesis myself after him. Yes, I will give myself fly and fly up there. I'll look for a door. Well, like, <laughs> the, the the rubble's all up around. I mean, you, there might be something. Oh, I can like, climb up. You mean right? Yes. Oh man, you need a lift, man. I'll tell Kinesis I'm with me. He's not. He's not real heavy. And Heather fo- follows up behind. Yes. Um, I guess the bubble, man. So you, you get inside the building. It is, you know, the only light coming in is the moonlight coming in through either cracks in the walls or the shattered windows. Um, but you are standing on the second floor of this tenement building, and the the uh, everything is at a slight tilt, uh, you know, from from the damage it's taken earlier. Um, how it's this is uh, apartments. Yes, I dismount. Because it's not going to be easy to ride through a cluttered, debris-filled, slanting apartment. C- correct. Um, so you know you're you're in an apartment hallway. There are, there are doors that you know not a single one of them is securely closed. They're all kind of ajar. Um, mm-hmm. And the uh, there, there's a hallway down and off in the distance. Barely you can make out a staircase. So a couple quick questions. Yes, sir. Is there any electricity in the building? No. Um, so I, like I said, it's dark. It's rather dark, yeah. Yep. And uh, do we see any further? I mean, it's just, with flashlights, would we see any further footprints or anything like that? So you're, you're sparking up your flashlights? Yes, sir. Okay. So you and Heather both spark them up. Wayne, you notice that uh, uh, there has – on the floor, you know, like I said, it's dark. But you, you quickly notice all of the dried blood in this area. Um and it's been here for a while. I mean, it's, this is nothing new or fresh. Uh, this has been here for, you know, at least a week or two even. Uh, lots of dried blood in this area. Uh, and looking, you know, as, as you kind of you know, follow up the walls, you see that uh, a lot of fights have occurred here. You see bullets, you, bullet holes. You see uh, where something you know sturdy has collided with the walls to uh have torn stuff up i mean you know the more you look the more you notice that that it looks like horrible things have happened right here i'll look over at uh, johnny have there been any reports of violence here whatever happened in here couldn't have been quiet uh, you know man, the, this this is not an area where people uh, respond real quick man i'm thinking yeah and you know the, the reality is, is that since Partisan died, and this is, you know, this area quickly turned into a third world country. Uh, you know, very little in the way of law enforcement. Law enforcement generally gets there long after uh, the crime has been committed, largely because, you know, you really don't want to get involved in that. Um, it is, it, it is a place where the law is always late. And so, you know, this kind of stuff might happen frequently, but rarely gets reported or anything is acted on. 
So, Aaron, the hole in the wall, did it look like it was busted out from the inside or busted in from the outside? The hole in the wall looks like it, it occurred, uh, it may have even occurred during the partisan fight. Okay. Um, but uh, lots of stuff has occurred there since then. Yeah, I mean, your sense is that, you know, that, that, a fight occurred in this very spot. Perhaps many fights occurred in this very spot where, where one party was trying to keep other parties out. Okay. I'm going to kind of look around to see what rooms are off of this one and okay. if there's anything here that of value. Okay. So uh, you push open the first door, you know, and – you can see that the, the place has been ransacked. You know, things turned over, drawers emptied. Easily, it looks like anything of value has been, you know, carted away. And as it's, you guys kind of, I'm, I'm assuming you guys kind of just break apart and kind of check the the first couple of rooms. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I, I, mm-hmm. and so I mean, you know, Heather and, and and Johnny are checking it out, and you're seeing the same story in each of the apartments off the left and the right. You know, like I said, the doors are ajar. People have been in and out of there and just cleaned out anything that was worthwhile. And the floors are just littered with the stuff they didn't want. You know, uh, old magazines, bills, family photographs, that kind of thing. Just everything that that wasn't of some kind of value to whoever was ransacking the place was just left cluttered across the floor. Hmm. Aaron, I pull out my Hello Kitty flashlight. Yes, sir. Okay. You're shining this nice little pink and white light down the hall. Yep. So, but what no signs of was, any. Oh, I'm sorry. What in here was worth fighting for? I can't find anything. Is that a comment or is that a question? That's an in-character question for okay. the other characters. Okay. Hmm. Well, whatever it is isn't here anymore. Uh, so, I mean, we've gone through. The, the couple of rooms, same story. Yes. So should we head towards the staircase? Well, not. Yes. I guess I'm asking everybody else. <laughs> yeah. So you get to the stairs, and there are stairs going up, and there are stairs going down. Split up, cover more ground. Man, I haven't seen too many movies, but usually you don't like split up in the creepy place, man. It's <laughs> a good point, little girl. <laughs> Aaron, I'm assuming there's no blood trails up or down or any indication that you know, someone's while, been by recently, like dust. While you saw the horrible, terrible carnage there at the entry point, um, you see almost none of that down here. You know, you might see like an you might find like an odd, you know, droplet of blood or something uh, old, um, but you don't see anything, you know, nearly on the scale as the other. Uh, now, in terms of, of dust and whatnot, you do see that there ha- is uh, a little bit of activity uh, uh, on the floor, on the stairs leading down. I think we should go down. So uh, you find very recent prints, like recent within the hour, and uh, they are leading downstairs. Is it the big one, a big yes. footprint? Gigantic footprint. A big boy went down. All right. Uh, I think we'll take point. So we head downstairs. So you head down. You're now on the first level. The stairs continue down, or you can examine the first level. And the, the first level is even more dark than the second level. And do the footsteps ha- keep going down the stairs, or? They do. Well, you know, I let them know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so y'all can go uh, 
two abreast down the stairs. Uh, who's in the lead? Give me, give me your marching order, as it were. I'm in the front, following the tracks. Yeah. If nobody wants to be beside me, Man Paul is. Okay. Okay. And I'd imagine me and Heather are right behind him. All right, then uh, I'll walk him back with the little girl. <laughs> the two girls are in the back. Well, uh, so are we going to walk past this floor, or should we stop? I mean, Guardian, is there anything you can do to illuminate this floor? See if there's anything here? I think if the tracks lead down, we should hurry. I don't there's know how much time this girl has. Can't argue with that reasoning. Well, you could, but you'd probably be wrong. I keep going down anyway. There is a uh, creaking, and you hear the, 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 this horrible splintering of wood, and Huntsman begins to fall, and Guardian begins to fall, but uh, the remainder of you uh, realize what's happening or are able to grab onto uh, the side rail as the floor drops out from beneath you. Mikey, roll to see what Manpole is able to do for you. Or act um, on Manpole's behalf. Uh, Manpole's going to grab me, I guess. Snap at my cape to hold me up. Would that be agility? Yes. So, six. That was on the D8. That's success. So you are, you are snatched from uh, falling to uh, the gloomy depths below. So that was Manpole. And then next up, we have uh, Huntsman. That's you. So you've been snatched up. Do I see anything down there? I mean, I'm unaffected by Correct. light or environmental um, penalties. You see it, dro- it, it drops about 15 feet, and you see a brick floor down at the bottom. And that's all you can see from this, from this vantage point. But you can see uh, uh, there is at least one body down there. All right. So I don't have to say it out loud, but I guess I am for the sake of everybody else. I just say, down. And Manpaul lowers me to the ground and then lands beside me. Okay. Alrighty. And then uh, next up is the hitchhiker. I'm going to uh, TK telekinesis grab uh, Guardian so he doesn't fall. Okay. It's awfully sporting of you. Now, yep. are, are you bringing him up to your level or are you taking him down? Uh, I'm just going to hold him there at the moment. Okay. Um, I'll lower him if he wants me to on his turn. But I'm sorry. What was that? I said I'll lower him okay. if he wants me to on his turn, Aaron, if that's cool. Okay. And or then, I'll bring him up whatever he wants. Okay. So, Guardian? All right. Well, what I was planning on doing was, uh, you know, casting to give myself teleport to teleport myself to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm kind of floating there, though, I'm going to I'm going to look around and see what I can see on the ground. You had fallen about about midway down, and uh, you can see uh, the body of a man uh, laying face down. Well, what should be face down, his chest is down, his head is turned the other direction looking at you. Okay, and there's nothing else down there? Just uh, Correct. Just one dead body? Nothing else that you can see from this vantage point. Someone else for Johnny to talk to. Okay, I'll uh, I'll glance back up and uh, just kind of point down. Okay, and Johnny, you have uh, grabbed, successfully held on to the uh, uh, railing and mm-hmm. are dangling uh, over uh, the, the ground beneath you. Okay, um, is there uh, some way to get down besides letting go? Uh, no. 
Oh. I'm a scarecrow, so I let go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he had so much to live for. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The 15-foot uh, drop. Yeah. <laughs> so I hit the ground with the... Right. Sounds like a broom fell, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Heather uh, leaps off but uses Johnny Boondocks as her cushion. She lands And driving Johnny Boondocks's, you know, uh, you know, face, neck, and chest, you know, straight down into the ground. And as she dusts herself off, she pats him on the back. Thanks, partner. Anytime. Uh, once, uh, once, once I got Guardian down, I'll, I'll, I'll lower myself down. Okay. So everybody's down. It is a uh, stone floor. You look to be in a basement. Um, you can see the old, uh, uh, you know, boiler system and furnace. Um, long and active, and again, extremely dark down here. Uh, you know, flashlights arcing around from, you know, the Hello Kitty flashlight versus the, uh, you know, LED flashlights at the uh, of the uh, Rainsboro Special or uh, Supernatural Crimes Unit. And you've got this body whose head has been, you know, turned the other direction. And he's he's uh, been down here a little while. He's been down here for uh, probably a week and a half or so. So mm-hmm. he, he's he's fairly ripe. So he's not recently deceased. So grave speak, it's mm, I wouldn't it's I would imagine it's going to be a little where it used to have eyes uh, and now is just you know a dark nasty mess, um, you know rotting mess. Uh, you see there, there's some, some blinking going on there and it works its jaw. What happened here? <laughs> I don't know. I was just I was just wandering down here looking for. Where did that little bastard go? I I was just coming down here. I was going, that little fucker needed the belt. And where'd he go? I don't, I don't know. Where'd he go? Who are you looking for? That little bastard. Your son? Yeah, little Matthew, that little fucking bastard. He's done it for the last time. And I just got to, where'd he go? I don't see him. Oh, what day is it? It's Tuesday. What the hell fucking day you think it is, you moron? It, 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 it's a so I tell him I said it's at least Friday Tuesday what date he rattles off the date and I'm assuming it you said about a week and a half ago correct so I guess I break the news to him <laughs> uh, hey uh, sir I'm I'm sorry to tell you this but you're you're no longer with us what do you mean I'm no longer with you what kind of stupid thing is that to say you stupid fuck man chill out it ain't so bad <laughs> uh, I'm interviewing Arlie Ermy. Um, oh, can, is Paul the only one that can hear him? Yes. Well, no, oh, you guys are all no. supernatural. Once Paul activates it, I'll say you guys can all hear it. Okay. Now, Heather can't hear it, but uh, the rest of you guys can. But Heather's used to him talking to himself. <laughs> There's a lot of benefits for being dead. You don't have to pay taxes anymore. You're um, dead. Look around. I, how'd that happen? I, I was just looking for the boy. I was hoping you could tell me. I was... I was... Slow down. I was standing here and... I, holy shit, it came up behind me. It came it, up behind me and then all of a sudden I was turned around. What did it what? look like? It was it was huge and dark. He was monstrous. One minute he was behind me and then he was in front of me. And I just... I remember I just... Everything went white. Oh my God, I am dead. I, I know it's a lot to take in, 
do you remember anything that you saw before it went white? Any more details? Ta's hands! His awful hands! And he smelled the high heaven! Does anybody have any questions for him before I let him go? Um, does he have, like, ligature marks around his neck or anything? This guy? Yeah. No. He just has the stress of, of his head having been turned the other direction. Okay. But, but, no, you don't see, like, anyone's, you know, put, like, a noose around his neck or something. Or, like, choked him is more like what I'm saying. No. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't look like choked. Okay. But, I mean, just, it's like there was a hand on his shoulder and a hand on the top of his head, and his head was turned the other direction. Okay. Did it leave, like, a like a fingerprint or anything? Because it must have been pretty forceful. It it was pretty forceful. And uh, I will say you went ahead and, yeah, there, 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 there would have to be some kind of fingerprint or something there. Okay. Uh, all I'm looking for is because I'm no I'm no doctor. Does it look like man hands? Yes. And it wow. looks big. Yeah, they're pretty fucking huge. Okay, I take my little girl hand, I put it up next to like where his finger was, and be like uh-huh. size comparison. Yeah, it's pretty damn huge. So uh, looks like whatever caused those giant footprints could have caused these same hands. Mm-hmm. You beat your kid regularly. Why well, no? I just hate it. Just needed some some instruction is all. What's his name? Matt. What's his last name? Subze. Okay. How old is Matt? He's just a boy. He's ten. What apartment do you live in? We don't live around here. Well, yeah, we don't live around here. I mean, you know, we camped here, but this isn't where our home is. We just stay in here until we get new housing. Okay. Paul. All right, I'm gonna let him uh, let him go. I guess release him from the grave. Speak, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, flash my flashlight around the uh, the surrounding area. See if we see anything. Now, are we in a room? Or are we in a hallway? You're in a basement. Um, and you know that, like I said, this this was the boiler room. Uh, you can also see where the furnace was, and both both of which have have not been active in some time. Um, you can see where the ceiling is sagging a bit up ahead of uh, up over you, and as you're turning around, Heather goes there, and she's shining her flashlight, and you can see uh, where uh, a a large double door uh, is kind of hanging ajar uh, at the end of the room. All right, let's go take a look. Man, that is a big dog. Yeah, and I go over and I I, I try to pet the uh, the giant dog. <laughs> How does man Paul handle that? It's a little girl petting so he, it. So, so he eats him. Petting her. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think she likes you. Man, that's 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 good. So uh at a dog once. Heather's over at the door and you know, shining the flashlight up around it. And again, the, the doors aren't hung. You can tell that they've, they've taken some damage. They look like they are just barely hanging on the hinges. As if they've been torn open? Um, or Looks perhaps like, could it be just more damage from the partisan fight? It could have been the partisan fight, but looking at it a little bit closer, that seems unlikely. Because it seems like they have been burst off the hinges from the other side. So something burst into this room. Or out of whatever's on the other side. Now, the footprints that we were following they went down the stairs but we fell through the stairs correct so the stairs ended on the other side of the room from us i guess yes um are those footprints in here and headed through this doorway uh you see where uh old footprints but yes all right any uh any blood 
the only blood that you see in the room is uh, back where that fellow was. All right, I guess we make our way. Well, I, I don't want to speak to for everyone, but uh, I'd like to make my way into the room. Okay, so you're 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 pushing through the uh, these doors or pulling these doors open? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. So you pull the doors open, uh, and I heard a second yeah. So I'm gonna we're we're gonna suggest that perhaps Johnny's grabbing one and Huntsman's grabbing the other. Yep. Okay, so you mm-hmm. open these doors, and these doors are heavy, incredibly heavy. They're iron doors, uh, and they're old. Um, I mean, they look like something you know from out of the Victorian era. I mean, they are just super old. And, you know, that, that, that's kind of in keeping with this part of town. Uh, this was, you know, some of the uh, original housing in Rainsboro, you know, back in the back in the uh, 19th century. Um, it is, you know, this is an old, old part of town. So it's not altogether surprising, but it's strange, you know, that, that somebody didn't like harvest these doors because, I mean, this these doors are, are just tremendously heavy. You know, mm. uh, you know, solid. And when you pull these doors back, uh, there's a rather wide spiraling staircase leading down. Uh, Somehow, I, I don't think this is on the blueprints. Hmm. Do, is there any type of carving on the door? Anything that I can see on the door? No. A, a, nothing distinctive other than being large and iron? Yeah, I mean, you, you see, you know, uh, the imprint of the manufacturer, but that's really about it. Hey, Aaron, what are the stairs like? Um, the stairs are wide. Um, you know, so I mean, you know, a lot of times on a, on a spiral staircase, you'll see it's just wide enough for one person to get down. But mm. it's more of a of a uh, wide turn. And so, I mean, it's easily two people could walk abreast uh, going down these stairs. Stone, brick, wood, metal, ah, grade. Sorry, they're stone and brick. It looks like you know whatever materials were handy is what comprised the uh, the steps, but they are uh, uh, sturdy. They are not wooden, and there are metal railings uh, to hold on to. And do we hear anything? Uh, no, you don't. Uh, but you do. There is a coolness um, and and a little bit of dampness in the air. And we're pretty sure that's where these big footprints went that took the little girl. Yes, I'm headed down. Um, I move at because of my the speed of the armor. I move at twice my normal pace, so I'm headed down. Okay, so you're 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 moving quickly. I we I'm trying to find her. Okay. Yep. Um. So uh, mom pole falls in falls in beside you, and uh, uh, who else is going? Uh, I'm following him. Yeah. Sounds like the rest of y'all. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, y'all, you guys fall in behind him, and, and he's making you know good way. Um, now you're moving a little fast, so maybe there's some things you don't notice. But the the, the folks behind you who are who are not uh, moving quite so quickly, uh, you notice uh, along the walls instead of like you know a light bulb, um, you see holders for torches. Um, lit torches or the, the torches are not lit but there are holders for where one might put a torch gotcha um so uh, it, it curves around um and you can hear you know mom pull and and uh, uh the huntsman moving down ahead of you huntsman you uh reach down to the bottom and it comes down to a landing and there are another set of of uh big double iron doors and these have been uh, – you can see where they have been uh, breached. There was a lock on the outside of the door, and the, the, the uh, door 
has been knocked ajar, and you can see where there's damage to the to the uh, rock and brick around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, possibly some damage that occurred during the partisan fight uh, that knocked the door ajar, which allowed instead of the lock being broken, that the the door was able to be pounded off of its hinges from the inside. So um, the door's not standing anymore. It is leaning. Can I see? Uh, are there cracks? Anything to see? Look yeah, through? Yeah, there, there. You know, there, there are. There's actually. You know, it's kind of like leaning, almost like an A-frame, and so you could you could hunker down and, and squeeze through, or you could probably even pull it back because you know you're a big strapping guy. I just uh, want to see if anything's on the other side first. And you can see some light on the other side, like firelight, like uh, torchlight, like dim uh, light, perhaps. You know, uh, a a camping light of some kind. Okay. You don't have a direct look at it, but you can see that there's some light coming from that other side. And, of course, you know, it being so dark down here, it's very noticeable. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, – you said I could squeeze through? Uh-huh. I squeeze through. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you guys come down the stairs, and you see that Mompole, uh, uh, the huntsman, uh, followed by Mampole, uh, go through the, uh, the uh, you know, gap between the door and the threshold. Um, I, I'd like to check out the torch for a second, Aaron. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to try to investigate. My, my goal is to try to get a determination if it's been lit within the last hour. No, it is not. Okay. You don't even need to roll. I can tell you that. Okay. Yeah. It, I, you would hazard to guess these, these things haven't been lit in, oh, maybe a hundred years. Okay. Uh, they, they are, they are decrepit. The, the, the wood has, has long since dried up. Uh, you know, as opposed to being the you know well honed, uh, oiled piece of uh, of, uh, of tinder that it was intended to be, uh, these things are, are supremely old. Hey, Aaron, that lock. What kind of uh, lock does it look like? I mean, does it look like it's an older lock that's been down here for a long time? Or yes, and it is like vault quality lock. I mean, it is it is a profound lock. I think something was imprisoned down here and may have been freed by the partisan fight. Hmm. I, I lean over to Johnny. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Angelica said something before I left. I What's thought you saying? might want to know. She said it's back. It's back. What could that uh, mean? Man, I, I don't know. That is, that angel of yours is useless. She keeps a tally, you know? Kind of like hey. Santa Claus. <laughs> she, keep, hey. she keeps a tally of supernatural things comings and goings <laughs> hey uh how deep beneath the city would you say we are aaron uh you are at least 50 feet below the surface okay because i mean yeah we were ground we were in the basement and we've gone down and right. we are aware that there's an undercity right correct okay yeah you more so than most are aware that there's an undercity so, okay. do we see anything in the surrounding room before we head in to follow uh, the huntsman? Uh, one moment. So, all of a sudden, uh, bursting forth from the wall off to the left of the doorway, um, th- this gigantic figure comes just exploding from the wall. And it uh, got the initiative. And it is going after. See, the Huntsman, you're not here. Ooh. You mean there was an advantage to going first? There was. See, I, I was acting because I'm overconfident. 
whatever's up there, I can handle it. <laughs> yeah. Had to find a foresighter. Here we go. It's going after the Guardian. I, I was going to be the meat shield. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Guardian. Okay, so um, so you guys see uh, this, you know, and again, pitch black down here, but you know, some of you have your special uh, sight abilities, which I guess would be Hitchhiker and Guardian in this situation. Um, tremendously large figure, swirling cape behind it comes just exploding through the wall with a hail of, of stone and brick and dirt, uh, you know, clouding the air. You see it, it just clobbers the fuck out of Guardian, uh, knocking Guardian to the ground. And uh, it is Heather's turn. So Heather uh, fires her trusty pistol. Ooh, that explodes. She, you see the uh, the bullet hits and dust just explodes off its sh- shoulder. And next up is Guardian. Okay, Aaron. Yes. This thing is this thing is huge, obviously. Right. Yep. Um, I'm going to try to negate its power. Gotcha. Okay. So um, you uh, you cast it, and you know the, the air sparkles a little bit from from your spell, and uh, nothing happens. That's Wayne. Next up is Johnny Boondax. All right, I'm gonna aim for the head. He goes zipping past him. Hits the hits the wall. You hear the little ricochet sound. It's kind of cool. Uh, and the hitchhiker. Um, because I I think it's funny, Aaron. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna be a little sh- like not shaken but shaken. And so I'm going to back up behind Johnny and I'm going to like, I'll be like, you're a big, stupid meanie in a big, stupid cape. <laughs> and I'm going to use my taunt skill. Uh-huh. So I'm going to roll my taunt against his smarts to see if I can shake him. Okay. My taunt is a D12. Ooh. I don't know what his smarts is, but I'm guessing not real big. Oh, no. He's Mensa. That's <laughs> okay. a super, super villain name, Mensa. <laughs> um, I, I rolled a nine on my taunt skill. Okay, give me half a second. He did not. Oh, that explodes. He rolled a four on the four-sider, which will give you an indication as to his smarts. <laughs> he rolls D percentage. <laughs> he rolled a six, so you, you beat him on that. Okay, he is he is a, he is shaken just as if he got punched. Right, I got gotcha. you. That's how it works. Okay. And I, I taunted him from behind Johnny Boondocks, by the way. Okay. You're welcome, Paul. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, we'll come back. Uh, the the huntsman and Mampool have gone into the other room, and and the you know again darkness. And, but you're looking around, you know, because you can kind of you know see it with your with your special sight. You see lots of what you would characterize as vintage lab equipment. Uh, you know, something out of out of a haunted house. Uh, you know, giant beakers and and uh, you know, uh, large you know electrical machines. You know that look like they're they're supposed to be all you know sparky and lightning bolt like. Uh, you know, at the at the far end of the room, you can see uh, a a large surgical table with you know chains that have been torn off. Um, but off to the back of the room, you can see another door that is slightly open, which is where the light's coming from. And we don't see the little girl in here? No. All right. Then, uh, you know, not being uber careful, but, you know, just kind of looking around as we head to that door. Okay. Um, and, again, and again, you know, uh, 
our objective back, is to find that little girl. Sure. Back in the day, this would have been a, a, an intensely advanced uh, laboratory um, or and perhaps we, laboratory. <laughs> we we heard the, the big crash from behind us, right? Uh, that's coming here in just a second. Um, okay. So as you reach the, uh, the, the, the door where there's the light, you hear the crash, you hear the shouting, you hear the gunshot. Is it coming from behind us or in front of us at this point? Coming from behind you. All right. Back, back uh, towards the iron door. Um, first things first, I'm going to look through this door. You look through the door, and you see ten children gathered around uh, the light, uh, you know, sitting on, you know, uh, uh, different, you know, furniture, uh, duffel bags, that kind of thing. And they all, you know, turn right as that sound you know, uh, happens, and and uh, one of one of the children, a boy, stands up and he's like, what, "What's happening? Are you okay? We're fine. What's happening? Who are you? I'm the huntsman. You Mem- better not hurt us." And he 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 steps out in front of the rest of the kids, and he looks like maybe he's eleven or so. He steps out in front of the other kids. You better not hurt us. He'll be back here and he'll fix you if you do. Who's he? Our friend. Your friend. Well, I'm not here to hunt you, lad. He hasn't hurt you. No, he saved us. Saved you from the little girl. He just brought a little girl. And she raises her hand, and you can see she's got a blanket around her shoulders. Eye is swollen shut from, from a bruise. And she raises her hand. He saved me. Man Paul's going to stay with you. I'll be right back. Oof. Okay, you turn. And, and for the sake of the kids, I say, Man Paul, don't let anything bad happen to these kids. You know, just for the kids, I right. say that. Sure. <laughs> sure. I, because I don't have to say anything with the dog. But he's hungry. You haven't fed him. It's she. Been a while since she's she's she. hungry. You haven't fed her. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't really like me that much anyway. <laughs> okay. So you go ahead and back. Uh, yeah, I truck it back. Okay. So I'm dealing initiative again. There's Heather. There's Huntsman. There's Johnny Boondocks. There's Hitchhiker. There's the Guardian. And there's the big guy. Okay. So we've got a Joker on this one. And that goes to Mr. Boondocks. Um, I'll wait. Okay, so he's holding his action. Next highest card is Heather, and uh, she turns to fire. And she misses. And that's Heather. She's down. And next up is the Hitchhiker. All right, we're going to try to TK bubble him. So what that does, let me get it out here. The living creature's... They they get a spirit roll opposed to my spirit. Okay, so we're going to make opposed spirit rolls. Oh, unless he's over a ton. If he's over a ton, I can't lift his ass. He is not over a ton. All right, well, then we're going mean, to make opposed spirit rolls. He had a big lunch, but come on. Well, I don't use <laughs> dude. I didn't, I didn't get a good look at him. The Hello Kitty light got dropped. Enough with the fat jokes. Come on, man. He's All right. <laughs> All right, so I'll make my spirit roll here. Um, I rolled an eight. Okay, and his eight exploded, and his six sider exploded. So oh. let me reroll both of those. So we oh that six sider exploded again. So and again. Okay. I so, don't lift him, Aaron. He wound it up with a twenty-one. Oh come okay, on! You don't keep rolling them. if your dice kept exploding. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I try to lift him. It doesn't work. Okay. Um. So next up is Guardian. Fancy spell didn't work, so I'm going back to the uh, to the old tried and true, and I'm just going to blast him with a lightning bolt. 
And when you blast him with lightning bolt, you just go lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. I, I mumble it, but it's in Latin, so <laughs> nobody knows that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. All right. F4. Okay, that's not going to cut it today, Chief. And next right. up is uh, – are, are you jumping in, Paul? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and use my action if I can. Okay. Um, I'm going to shoot. I'm not going to aim for the head this time. Uh-huh. I'm going to you know, – I'll aim a little lower. I'll aim for like the shoulder or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. That was 2d6. You're looking for a 7 or better. Okay. I, I got a 6 that exploded. Okay. A 10. Okay. That's a hit. Remember your, remember your plus 2 for being a joker, Paul. Oh, okay. So – 12. Okay. Okay. So you and hit with a ruse? That is correct. Okay, so I got so uh, my gun is 2d6. And you're going to add a 6-sider because you got the uh, the bonus on that. Okay. Uh, 11, 13. Okay. He is shaken. Oh, wait. The damage, does damage explode? Sorry, it's wound. Uh, the uh, dice do, yes. No. Okay, hold on. He's, Sorry. He's already shaking, Aaron, by the right. way. Yeah, I know. I corrected myself into that was a wound. Okay. Uh, add five to that. Okay, so what did I say? Eighteen. Eighteen, so, uh, so that's uh, it's two wounds. Okay. Okay. And you're done. Yes. And the huntsman comes bounding into the room. And you see uh, the large creature has you know staggered to a knee. Uh, the, the brilliant red cape has uh, you know uh, fallen over him. And you you notice something, Huntsman, as you come through. You mm-hmm. see that uh, there is a large P on the back of the cape. A, a large P. Yes. <sighs> okay. Uh, I. Uh... What these guys um, are all obviously guns raised at him. Yes. All right. So I just run in between them, my back to the guy, okay. the the thing, mm-hmm. and you know scream, "Fuck me, stop!" And he spins a Benny to unshake, roars. So as he's roaring and stand up, I'm screaming, "I think it's partisan!" And attacks. One, two, three, four, five. Insider, right? That would be unfair. Uh, there we go. Just saying, he's got a big, huge target in front of him. I, that's what I'm thinking, and that's why I kind of <laughs> waited towards you, Chief. <laughs> but I didn't know if perhaps, you know, uh, I'm not a whiner. Well, I, I didn't. Um, perhaps Guardian might have really pissed him off. So, oh, okay, if that happens. So uh, he does attack you, and. I'd say I shouldn't have really pissed him off. I haven't hit him yet. Yeah, but you know, sometimes it's just you being in the room, Wayne. You know, I, it's just the way it is. You, you may have that effect on him. <laughs> okay. You 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 nimbly dodged underneath that massive meaty fist of his. I'm going to try to use my uh, ranged non-lethal blast. Your ranged non-lethal blast. Yeah. Okay. Specifically. <laughs> so we'll roll my. It's, it's my not, shooting. It's that's a really sexy name for it. My range, non-lethal, non-lethal blast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. Okay. Um, are we going to go with shooting or can I go with throwing? Uh, go shooting. All right. Well, six explodes. Nine. Does a nine hit him? Yep. I think you said it did. Okay. It does. So. 
Uh, oh, shit. 12, 14, two explosions. Dang. 14, 23. Shit. Okay, so he is down. But it was non-lethal. Right, I understand. You uh, have completely knocked him out. He is down, uh, face down, cape laying across him. You can hear the scream of the children uh, uh, back beyond the door. And, you know, Mom pulls barking, you know, to get him to shut the hell up. There's no way that thing was partisan. It wouldn't have gone down that easy. You have a point. That taxes you a little bit, man. Uh, I think I'd like to go check out the body or the unconscious yeah. body. Same here. Yeah. So, are are you gonna roll it over? Or are you just gonna try and poke it with it face down? <laughs> roll it over. Okay. So I was you're... looking to see if there was any kind of. Uh... Not me. I'm gonna poke it face down. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, I want to. I want to restrain it. That's why I was looking if there was any kind of spell to create like energy bands or something. So if it wakes up, it can't just lash out again. So some kind of crimson bands of Ciderac kind of thing? Yeah, something like that. Um, so as you're re- you know, going through your, your pocket field guide to spellcasting, um, <laughs> Johnny Boondocks has flipped it over. Heather's got her gun on it and her flashlight, and its face is a screaming mess. Um, you see just this massive stitch work across its face and nose and forehead. Uh, there's no hair across the top of its head, and you can see where uh, you just this major seam around you know uh, the back and running all the way up to the front of its head. Um, it looks like a quilt work of flesh. The uh, cape is tied around its its neck, and it is torn and bloodied, and it does look like the authentic uh, partisan cape. And uh, uh, it's wearing a, a pair of just, you know, ragged dungarees and uh, big workman's boots, uh, bare-chested. And it is, I mean, the whole thing, every bit of flesh is, you know, has this kind of sickly gray-green pallor to it uh, and just, you know, heavily stitched all the way across. As a police officer um, in the, you know, the Supernatural Crimes Unit, when Partisan died, I know that at the funeral there was no body. Was there ever a body? Uh, is that something I can – is that even – some? I'm, those records are sealed, uh, okay. which is open knowledge amongst uh, uh, the Rainsboro uh, Supernatural Crimes Unit. Um, people know that Partisan was seen to have died. They know that his body was seen to have been taken away, but nobody knows in your circles – what happened to his body between then and the funeral? Okay, but I mean, looking at this, this doesn't look anything like Partisan, other than the cape. Correct. Because I imagine we've seen him in our daily lives, you know, flying oh, yeah, around. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff. Yeah, this this thing, while of a similar build, uh, and I, I use similar loosely, he is of the same height and mass, generally speaking. He doesn't have the uh, you know, streamlined look that Partisan had. And I mean, you know, yeah, maybe that one eye. <laughs> Plus, this guy's wearing glasses. Partisan doesn't wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't no, look it, anything like Partisan. It seems very <laughs> unlikely. I mean, other than the fact this thing, you know, seems to be intensely strong and, you know, uh, you know, pretty brutish, um, doesn't seem to, to, to be Partisan at all, other than, you know, perhaps the cape. I think, and I'm saying this to the group. I think maybe this thing got Partisan's cape from when he died. 
He may have, but I think he thinks he's protecting these kids. There are ten of them, including our young lady whose knickers were strewn on the field upstairs. Has it talked to them? Uh, I think that's something that we should go ask. <laughs> okay, Aaron, I am going to... Uh, so I'm going to cast a spell, see how this goes, to give... Basically, I'm, uh, I'm trying to take the part of the door, I'm doing matter control with it, and I want to wrap it around its hand so if it wakes up, it can't just attack us. And because you are not in combat at the moment, and you're not stressed, you can take a moment to actually do that, I'm not going to make your roll. You're successful. Okay. Yeah, I'm just basically, I'm making him restraints, so yeah. just in case it wakes up, it doesn't lash out right away. <laughs> Sure, or it could just use them as a as a bludgeoning object. You've given him an awesome weapon. Look, I've got iron hands. <laughs> yeah, and whatever that door was made out of, it was pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys are, are wandering back through the lab. Uh, well, yeah, I, don't I know chuck about it back to the kids. Okay. Sure. What was that? What was? That? I was saying I don't know about everyone, but I think you know uh, resident police officers probably do want to you know sure. talk to the kids a little bit. Sure. So. Um, you guys wander through Guardian. You notice immediately as you go through that this is a golem shop. Somebody made themselves a, a, a flesh golem here. You know, they built themselves a man. Is there any indication that they've built anything else? You just see the one set of equipment and bed. You, you know, the I, I had uh, described the uh, table earlier. It looks like there is just the one. Certainly a possibility, but that's all you see. Someone created that thing here. Reanimated it. I'm going to be over with the Guardian. I'd like to investigate it with the flashlight. Okay. Um, uh, threes probably aren't going to do it. I'm going to spend a Benny today. What could you spend in a Benny? Yeah. A nine is better. Yes. <laughs> What do I? What do I do? Uh, a couple of things I'm looking for specifically with my investigation. Can uh-huh. I tell if it's been used recently? Can you tell um, if it's been used recently? The equipment. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, the equipment. Okay. The equipment doesn't seem. You you would guess that the equipment has not been used in a hundred years. Okay. I'm assuming there's other tables and stuff like that around. Yeah, work tables, that kind of thing. Have those seen activity recently? Like, is there not dust collected where the legs? You know, I'm looking. Around uh, that area, too. this whole area, other than a path from the from the one doorway to the other doorway, seems to have been undisturbed for years. Except when you go over to that one table where the uh, chains were, and you can see, you know, that the chains were split apart. You can see that uh, there was, you know, activity where the where uh, presumably, you know, Mr. Monster over there had been chained to the table and had exploded free from it. And you can see the activity there. Uh, but other than that, there, you, it, it literally doesn't look like anyone's been in this room in 100 years. Hey, Aaron, while he's doing that, I'm going to search throughout the room. I'm looking for any magical artifacts or books or anything that I think I should lock away in my vault. You don't see, like, any artifacts. However, you do come across... Uh, a, a rather sizable uh, uh, leather-bound notebook with intricate handwritten notes through you know, hundreds of pages of handwritten notes and diagrams of how to build the monster. Okay, I I'm going to try to. Uh, how big is it? 
it's 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 gigantic. It is you know, uh, it is you know, 24 inches by 36 inches in terms of you know length and width, and you know, supremely thick. Okay, that's too big for me to put in a pocket inside the trench coat. Yes. So I I'm going to pick it up and just kind of carry it with me. Okay. All right, so Tim, uh, before we step away from you, you said the first thing you were looking at was the equipment. Was there something else that you wanted to look at as well? Um, I'm looking for any any kind of uh, indication as to who this might be belong to, like any hidden signs, anything that would lead me to believe it was a cult or something like that. You don't see anything of a religious or cult-like uh, uh, indication. Um, you know, strangely enough, it looks purely scientific okay you know it, it has the sense of a lab rather than you know a uh, a wizard study or something you know okay so okay so so uh mr boondocks and uh heather and huntsman were you coming along yeah okay mm-hmm. so the the three of y'all arrive and uh uh mom pole is is guarding the door and the kids are all very you know they, they're trying to get past mom pole but that's not going to happen um and they're like, what have you done to him? What have you done to him? How did you get here? He brought us here. He saved us. From? One kid goes, my dad. This other kid goes, my mom. Another kid goes, those men out there. I mean, just this whole chiming response. Right, right. Does our friend out there have a name? We call him Rex. Rex. Well, Rex is taking a nap right now. He attacked my friends, and so they gave him something that would make him go to sleep for a bit. But he's not hurt, and I want you to know that. You better this not year, hurt him. You'll have us to answer for if you do. And you know, one of the kids pop, puffs out his chest like, you know, he's a little badass. What's your name? Matt. Matt, I'm the huntsman, and this is Mempole. Mempole, she's a Gaelic wolfhound. She's part fairy, you know. You want to know how Mempole got a name, Matt? No, yes. Yes? Yes. See, back when I served in the army, I had this bloke, a friend of mine, a mate, named Paul. And we always made these Paul's mom jokes. We did. We made them all the time. Anytime we could make a joke, an inappropriate joke about Paul's mom, we did. We said some of the weirdest and nastiest things you could think of, Matt. I bet you can think of some pretty funny Paul's mom jokes, couldn't you? I bet that probably hurt Paul's feelings. It probably did. Only he knew that it was a way that we, we showed that we actually cared about him, that we included him. You must have loved Paul very much. More than you know, kid. Paul died. Paul died at the same time I got... Well, anyway, when I got Mam Paul here, I figured I needed to give her a name, something I could call her, because you couldn't pronounce a name, and I couldn't pronounce a name. So I called her Mam Paul, because that's Gaelic, see, Irish, for Paul's mum. You must miss Paul very much. I miss Paul quite a bit, kid, every day. But Mam Paul, she wouldn't let anything happen to you while I was gone. You heard me tell her so, right? Right. And we won't let anything happen to Rex, neither. Not if we can help it. So why don't you calm down and answer Johnny Boondock's questions here? Because I know he looks a bit weird, but he's a good guy. Okay. All right. Thanks for that, Huntsman. So how long have you been down here? You get varying answers. Uh, One kid says he's been down there for more than a week. Obviously, the girl just got there. Uh, But you've got kids who've been there since Partisan died. Okay. So at least – wait, do – I know that guy was dead a week and a half, but how long has it been since Partisan died? It's been almost three weeks. Okay. And he's been taking care of you this whole time? Yeah. He wouldn't let nothing happen to us. Did uh, did he talk? Did he say anything? No, he doesn't talk. 
He doesn't talk. Did, did, did anyone come visit him? No, it's just us and him. What have you been doing down here? Well, you know, we've been, uh, you know, getting food together and, you know, we tell each other stories and, you know, we, we have to, you know, forage and get the lights and, you know, but we stay here. This is our home now. Hmm. And, uh, and he, he never hurt you. He just protected you this entire time. Yeah. Brought us books and, you know, uh, we foraged throughout the building and, you know, people kept trying to break in and he took care of that. Where did he put them? I don't know. He just took care of stuff. Okay. Okay. Look, you guys have been through a lot. We're gonna we're gonna get you out of here. I know what, I know what? Rex is your friend and we're gonna take care of him too. We're gonna What do you mean you're getting sure. us out of here? They kinda of start backing up. What, what what do you mean by that? It's crazy out there. Didn't you see what happened to the world? It, the whole world isn't like that. Just just a couple of blocks. It's safer down here than it is up there. We'll keep you, you safe. You just leave us alone. Rex is fine. You leave us alone. You just go on. We'll take care of Rex. You just go. Fine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Heather leans over to you. She goes, I don't know about you, but I can't get a signal down here. All right. Um, all right. Why don't you guys stay here? We'll send someone to talk to you. Okay. We're not, we're not taking you out. Okay. And um, so if we can't get a signal down here, when we get topside, we're going to have to send some, some folks in to come gather the kids. I mean, I, I just... I don't see us carrying 10 kids around with us, like, over our shoulders and stuff. I could totally carry 10 kids in a bubble. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well. Kicking uh, and screaming the whole way. I could give a crap. <laughs> you shouldn't stay down here. I'm just saying. I, I could teleport him, too. Tim should totally work for social services. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, teleporting sounds like a better idea because we can teleport him and not leave the area. Now, I'm curious. Does the Guardian kiss you as as he's teleporting you? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Gently on the back of the neck. <laughs> so what's the plan, uh, guys? I think uh, I'm going to uh, lean over to Brooks and say, hey, why don't you uh, why don't you go with the kids? We're going to teleport you guys. Uh, out to the rest of the the force out there. She nods. Okay, and uh, I'll I'll give the guardian the signal. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so, um, all right, kids, uh, have you ever heard of the guardian? No. All right, well, <laughs> this look right here. Aaron, I, I pipe up. I, I, I walk into the crowd. I do. I remember my mom telling me he doesn't know shit about shit. <laughs> the Guardian is a wizard. Now, you've seen The Hobbit, right? You remember Gandalf? Right, yeah. Right. Well, he does magic tricks like that. Now, he's going to do a trick for you. Now, all you've got to do is hold hands, right? Make a circle and hold hands. He'll show you a trick. and It's going to be amazing. It'll blow your minds. I'm throwing you a Benny over there. And they do. And uh, Officer Brooks here, she's going to grab your hands too, so let her in the circle, all right? She does. Now close your eyes and believe. Can you do that? Just close your eyes and believe. I believe. All right, I got seven on my spell casting to give myself teleport with teleport other. All right. So I am going to attempt to teleport them all. You're out of there. We'll come back to you in just a moment. The rest of you guys are down there, and you'll hear moaning from down the hallway. When did I become the fucking babysitter? <laughs> uh, I, I will. Uh, I will go approach the uh, the boning. Uh, you see, uh, you know, the Rex 
is is rolling to his side and you know awkwardly trying to move his hands within the uh, the iron cuffs that uh, uh, Guardian fashioned for him. I'll I'll, re- I'll go over there and I'll pat him on the shoulder. It's okay, big guy. Just need to calm down. He snorts and looks at you and he's, he's scowling, you know. And it looks like he's trying to put together what the hell you are, you know. Okay. Uh, you're a little girl. Well, you're you're a little girl, but yet you don't act like a little girl, you know. He's just trying to figure out what you are. Right. So, but he seems to be soothing, even though his eyes keep darting back, you know, towards the door where the kids were. Uh, you know, you see he's kind of craning his head, trying to listen for him. They're okay, I tell him. He grunts again, and uh, uh, somebody else better do something soon. <laughs> what are the rest of you guys doing? Um, well, I guess I'm looking around the laboratory, seeing if I could see anything, you know, any signs of, um, you know, who, I mean, has he been down here a hundred years? I mean, any signs that he's been living here for a hundred years, any signs of the other bodies, anything like that? There are no other bodies. Um, there are certainly jars with like tissue samples, brains, you know, different, you know, items floating in there, a small embryo, uh, that kind of thing. But yeah, again, I don't think anything's been kicking around in this room for a hundred years, if not longer. Um, There's really no other identifying information, but you know, you can see that, you know, with these, you know, old vintage chains, this thing had been locked down. uh, And, you know, you don't see any signs of, of, you know, feeding or uh, other types of biological activities. Um, You just see, you know, where, you know, one moment it was still, and the next moment it was breaking its chains, and then apparently breaking down the door. Are there any other exits? Uh, no. Well, I guess I had I make my way back towards Rex. Okay. So you you enter into the uh, the room where Rex is, or the hallway where Rex is. And Huntsman, are you with him? Yeah. Uh, while he was looking around, um, have these kids been eating? down here yes i mean it's all kinds of you know food that they've foraged from the apartments above okay i'm just checking all right so yeah yeah i'm headed back you said there was no other exit from the room the kids were in correct all right so yeah yeah Yeah, all of this kind of dead ends into that that one room back there which you know when you when you took a bigger look at it you could see that there had been a bed there but the bed had been uh uh you know, someone had been using the bed, but the bed again, very old, and there was a lot of other bedding laid down there, sleeping bags, blankets, pillows, that kind of stuff. So the kids were all rooming into this one area. But it looked like originally it was like, you know, a, a rather comfortable living space for a single person at one time. Okay. So yeah, I'm headed back with them. Okay. So uh, you're you're it's it's the huntsman, it's uh, the hitchhiker and Johnny Boondocks all there with uh uh, Rex. Yeah. And Manpole. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Manpole. Sorry. Forgot Manpole didn't go upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So. So uh, I'll lean down next to him, you know, just kind of look at him in the eyes. Since he's calmer now. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, uh, can you talk? He grunts at you. I'm going to guess that's a no. Um, now, can I tell he's made up of dead flesh? Yeah. I mean, it seems pretty apparent. I mean, you can even see where, you know, there was, you know, Caucasian parts and, uh, you know, Asian parts and African-American parts. I mean, he's just ma- – he is a, a patchwork man. He's but, uh, a quilt. Right. <laughs> Lovely created. Rex, can you, can you nod your head if you understand? He just glares at you. Your name is Rex, right? 
He nods. Okay. It's kind of disturbing when he looks at you because he's got, you know, one blue eye and then one just nasty-ass-looking red eye. Okay. Out of curiosity, mm-hmm. and you are more than welcome to say no. No. Uh, okay. I was going to ask if I can invoke <laughs> my grave speak to speak to any of the body parts that he's made out of. You could certainly try. That is not going to freak him out at all, Paul. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not going to talk to his arm. I'm talking to his mouth. I'm just nice. talking to your freaky red eye. <laughs> we got him calmed down, and he can sort of understand. I don't think it's a good idea to ask his lips to start moving on their own. I'm just <laughs> just an idea, Paul. Why don't we see what he knows before you before you freak him out? Okay, Rex. Uh, how long um, have you been doing this for a while now, saving kids? He just stares at you blankly. Uh huh. Do you know how old you are? Because it looks like he's becoming impatient with the line of questioning and keeps looking back over his shoulder. What's over he looking back? In what direction? He's looking yeah. back towards the door where the kids are or were. Hmm. We reassure him that they're safe. Does he? He looks like he's comprehending us at least. He seems to be comprehending some of what you're asking. Like he understood, is your name Rex? He seemed to to have less understanding uh, the more complex the questions became, such as, you know, have you been doing this for a while? Do you know how old you are? That kind of thing. Seems to know his name, but you know, even a dog knows his name. Uh, who, who gave you the cape? Cape. And I point at the cape. Cape. Who? He he touches it almost reverently. Did the guy who had it did did man give it to you who wore it? He again looks back to where the kids are. He's not fucking Tarzan. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let Paul do whatever he wants now. <laughs> <laughs> you know why don't I invoke Grave Speak on the brain? Okay, I back up. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, whatever part looks freshest, go. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the brain will control the rest of the body, so he's he's sniffing around to find out which part stinks the least. <laughs> and I rolled. Uh, hold on, an eight on my eight sider. Ten. Okay. Um, Aaron, I lean into Mampole and I said, "This is a terrible idea." <laughs> Man, Paul gives you a knowing look like most of the things the huntsmen are involved in are terrible ideas. He uh, he he bows his head for a second. You can see his shoulders tremble. And as his head comes up, you can see he's he's his his mouth is kind of pulled back in a snarl. And he goes, Sanderson, where God, what are you doing? And he, he just looks around, just you know, horrified at, at just this horrible expression on its face. Who? Where? What is this? Calm down. Calm down. I, I know things look weird. We, we have a couple of questions because we know as much as you do right now. Oh my what's, what's your name? I, Chumley, I... What? And he's, he's starting to stand. And he's looking around. And he's like, why is... Why is this all... What? Why is it so dirty? What the? My doors. What happened to the doors? Uh, and he, he is now he is now standing up and he's he, he he's kind of stumbling a little bit, clumsy. Uh, not at all the, the the same movements that the creature had. The creature was very fluid, even though he was gigantic. You know, he was he was very self assured in his movements. And you know, this guy is kind of staggering around like he's not used to 
you know, having this level of, uh, of uh, physique. And he braces himself against the wall. And he's like, I, I, what the hell? What year is it? It is 1850. <laughs> it's not 1850 anymore, buddy. What do you mean it's not 1850 anymore? Sanderson, where are you, you bastard? Who, who's this Sanderson fellow? My assistant. He hit me. And he touches his head. He hit me. He, you see, he's taken notice of his hand. Oh, no. The scientist has become the experiment, man. Is he still bound? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, he is. But, you know, he, he's, he's looking at his arms. He's looking at his, uh, his you know, his massive limbs and, and the, 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 the stitch work of it. And he's like, I'm in the body. What were you doing here? We were researching. We were seeing if we could reanimate flesh. And Let me guess. You needed a brain. Yes, but we had a brain. I, I don't know. Why would he? And he's, he's just amazed at, at what's happened. What were you, you were trying to reanimate a dead body? Well, we had built one. Why? We were researching. We were science. It was we were we were breaking through the walls that separate life and death. No, I think you succeeded. He uh, doesn't seem in the least freaked out that it's a scarecrow talking to. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've been dead for 163 years. You did that math in your head. Yeah. It took give a, a month or two, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> impressive. He roars. And Paul. Yes, sir. No, don't roar. <laughs> Paul. Yes, sir. He swings at you with his giant iron manacled hand thing, which okay. is a brilliant weapon that, uh, that uh, you know, Mr. Guardian gave to him. Now, roll to five. What's your parry? My parry is a five. Ah, oh, look at that. You're hit. Oh. And you take seven points of damage. What's your toughness? My toughness is a five. Okay, so you are shaken and you go smashing into the wall all floppy and bimdy because, you know, you're a scarecrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Randolph physics. <laughs> I'm going to try to taunt him again. Uh-huh. Because that's funny. Uh, I, said, I say, stop taking your death like such a pussy. <laughs> Be a man. That's a, that's a posed spirit, right? Yep. Yep. No, it's no, it's his smarts. Oh, opposed smarts. Okay. Yeah. Because right. it was. The, I don't know if he's in Einstein level now because he's got his other brain back. Yep, but he does. Okay. Well, whatever. Okay. Oh, I got nine. Uh, all right, I'm gonna spend a Benny because I rolled butt. Okay. So I'm down to one. Uh, an eight won't do it. I think I think I'm good. You want to spend that last Benny you got? No. You sure? No, I'm good. You sure? I don't know. Carry over next week, so I'm good. <laughs> okay. Now who's the pussy now? Um. <laughs> Random dice generating numbers that suck. Okay, hitchhikers out. Um, next up is uh, Johnny Boondocks. Uh, I'm gonna spend a Benny to unshake. Okay. Spend. And, uh, Do you jump it, up all floppy like? 
<laughs> Shake it <laughs> off. Do, 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 do. That's right. <laughs> and uh, is that my move, or can I do something? You can do something. Um. Wow. Okay. There's got to be. Uh, I'm gonna. Are you still all grave speaky? He is. Yeah. Just check. He just has to turn it off. Yeah. I, well, I don't want to turn it off. I'm still. He's just. He's angry. I oh, mean, you're still parlaying, as it were. Oh, Chumley, you're <laughs> gonna make us kick the shit out of you again. <laughs> yeah. I, calm down. What's going on? Why are you so angry? Well, I know why he's angry, but you know, we're here to help you. We are here to help you. Are you trying to use a skill here, or are you just uh, talking? Oh, persuasion. How about persuasion? There you go. <laughs> right. Oh, no, you look like a bag of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your fault. No. Um, I rolled a four. Okay. He, he opposed, and he beat it with a six. So <sighs> you're done. We come up to him. He raises his giant manacled iron hands up into the air and smashes down into the floor. And the bricks and stone all explode, and he goes tumbling down. And everybody make an agility roll, including Manpole. And you're looking for a six or better. That That's a negative, boss. <laughs> I got a ten. Okay. Oh, you're fine. I got a 10, man. Paul got a 4. Okay. So, uh, okay, let me deal with that initiative. So, let's see. Huntsman, Johnny Boondocks, Hitchhiker. Bad guy. Okay. So, Huntsman, you rolled a 10? Yeah. Okay. So, you, not only did you exceed it, but you, 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 you juiced it a little bit. Uh, and you can see Manpole's tumbling into the darkness where the where Rex is tumbling into. Yeah. And are you reaching for, for Manpole? No, she can fly. Okay, so uh, are, you, are you doing anything during this turn? Uh, yeah, I'm going to jump and hit that mother... <laughs> You're going after him? I'm going after him. Okay, so uh, you go leap... You can't just hit people without getting hit. <laughs> okay, so you There's a after. rule. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm being nice about it, though. I'm not... Thrust, thrusting the point of the spear at him. I'm thrusting the blunt end of the spear at him. Uh-huh. Um, so that's... It's just a fighting check? I mean, because I jumped in yeah. after him. What do, yeah. what do I need to do? Uh, we're going to raise your difficulty a little bit. So uh, uh, instead of you needing to exceed his seven for parry because it's you know all midair and whatnot, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to say it's a nine. All right. Well, uh, that would have been a seven, but I'm going to spend the Benny. Gotcha. You have six left. Six, seven, eight. Nope, I'm done spinning. So, no, I didn't. <laughs> I came close. You jump You jump <laughs> past him. You, you don't make the connection, and you go pinging into the other wall, into the opposite side of, of this pit that has opened up beneath him as he's you know tumbling down and, and man pulls uh, falling in with him. Uh, so that was you, and next up is uh, Hitchhiker. Uh, well, I'm falling. Uh, if I get a chance, I will stop myself from falling. Okay. 
and uh, I won't make you roll for that. You successfully stop yourself from falling. And Johnny Ooh. Boondocks, you were successful in not falling into the pit, and you see uh, him disappearing into the the darkness. You see uh, Huntsman had you know tried to attack, missed, you know fell onto the other side of the of the pit, uh, uh, the pit wall. What are you going to do? Mm. Can I see how far down the pit goes? It goes down a long way. Mm. So I can or can't see the bottom. You cannot see the bottom. Seems a little dangerous for me to just jump. Pussy. <laughs> but can I can I see uh, the spoken like a guy who doesn't have a flying yeah, dog? Yeah, you, you see the hitchhiker, you know, floating in the air. Can I ask him to, to bring me down? You afraid your baker straw man? Uh, you, oh. you know what? If it's wet down there. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll I'll float back up, and he can uh, hop in the same TK bubble. Okay, and then um, like go down. He he is you know continuing to fall, and you know has you know receded into the darkness, and uh, Mompole comes flying back up. Meanwhile, up top, um, Guardian Mompole's just gonna leave me to fall. No, no, Mom, you you were secured on the. Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. Mompole's coming up beside you to get you. All right. Okay. Um, so uh, back up top, you know, Guardian has you know beamed the uh, the children and uh, you know, Detective Brooks up there, and of course, immediately the children begin you know wailing, crying. You know, you tricked us, you tricked us. You're a bad man. You're no Gandalf. You're Sauron. <laughs> I uh, I had teleported up near where all the police were, and I just kind of look up. Can someone come over here and get these children? The the police and you know emergency responders are all there, you know, helping and whatnot. And you know, uh, immediately Brooks is calling it in. Several minutes go by, and I'm going to advance us. Uh, the rest of the group comes up. They lost track of uh, uh, Rex down in the darkness. He got clean away. Ah, the best. Um, Johnny Boondocks, as you are you know coming up, you. Uh, you notice that you have a message on your phone. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and listen to it. Okay, so um, you you realize you realize as you're as you're flipping up, you recognize the number. It's your it's the the number from your wife Sherry, and uh, she says, uh, "Hey Johnny, uh, just want to let you know that Donovan and I are coming to town. We'll be staying with my sister, and uh, I guess well, I guess that might be a good time for you to meet your son. I I don't know. This is hard." Call me if you want. She hangs up the phone. So you've got that message. And as you played that message, uh, you realize that there's another message that came in as you were listening to that one. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going to call her back right now because there's kind of stuff going on. Yeah, there's shit going on. Yeah, so I'm going to listen to the other message. Okay. I want to Who's it from? Um, you don't recognize the number. Hmm. It's not plugged. Actually, I'm sorry. It is plugged into your caller ID. It's Hexfire. Huh. All right. I'll, I'll listen to it. Okay. Um, you guys are watching, and of course, you know, Johnny, did you spark up a cigarette, you know, on your, when you came out? I mean, it's been a long time since you'd had a cigarette. Yeah, it, it's been a rough night. So, you know, you saw him, you know, flip, flick open his Zippo and, you know, spark up a, a an unfiltered camel. And, uh, you know, because he's a scarecrow. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> and, what does uh, he have to worry about stuff like fire? Jared, <laughs> after, uh, after the cigarettes uh, started, I uh, I cast a spell to make wind to try to blow the cigarette away from him. <laughs> I, 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 look at the, I look at the huntsman. Yeah, that's pretty copacetic, right? <laughs> so I'm fireproof. 
Oh, I'm just blown away from you because I don't want to spell it. Right. <laughs> so um, you guys see him and, you know, his eyes widen. You know, when he, when you listen to his first message, you know, he there was there was certainly some emotion on his face, you know, as as much emotion as perhaps a scarecrow could have. But uh, as he's listening to the second message, you see his eyes widen and the cigarette falls from his lips. Johnny, you feel like the other guys need to hear this message. Okay, I guess I put it on speaker and replay it. Johnny, it's... I don't have much... I tracked it. I tracked it, Johnny. It started. It started again. It's back, and it started again. We're the only ones left, Johnny. We're the... It's here! He's right. I'm here. (laughs) And that's where we'll pick up next time. Ghosts of Rainsboro is an Ideology of Madness production. To listen to more adventures in this setting, go to ideologyofmadness.com or rainsboro.com. Music provided by Knox Arcana. To listen to more, go to knoxarcana.com. Rest well, and always, always stay in the light. Nice, so if John doesn't show up, he was just killed. <laughs> John's not going to be able to join us. He uh, told me a couple of weeks ago he wasn't going to be able to make it, so I worked it into the game. Ah. <laughs> nice, you get to kill his character. That's right. I knew you'd just made up John. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, Mikey, it was. Yes, Mikey, it was. What? So how'd we do tonight? You never rolled for treasure. I don't understand this game. <laughs> Mikey, I, I hope you saw, you saw that I, I used some of your suggestion. You totally did. <laughs> Mikey sent me a, uh, a a DM saying you know that what what he'd like to see in the game was undead partisan. So I gave you the the, the next closest thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did, were you worried for a moment that it was actually undead partisan? I was excited that it was undead partisan. <laughs> First, that we might be able to reason with it, and second, that we were about to get our asses handed to us. <laughs> Turns out, neither were true. <laughs> yeah. Now, I honestly expect the partisan's not really dead. That that's at some point going to be revealed in the regular Rainsboro. He's that totally is dead. Such a comic book meme. <laughs> stop, stop Stop! fishing for spoilers, Wayne <laughs> I'm not fishing for spoilers That's just my uh, That's my assumption Is that he's either not dead Or yeah, dead. maybe he I faked mean, that's the whole really thing good. It's, a, it's a safe place I think he's either dead or not dead <laughs> Well, no, It's a matter of he either faked the whole thing Which I don't believe Or he didn't actually die And, uh, and Mr. Gold Technology is behind the whole thing